Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Welcome to Harry Hog episode, episode 105, a very somber day for Redskins Nation. As we hear this morning that Sean Taylor, who was shot on early Monday morning about 1.45 in his own house, has passed away. It's horrible. Yeah, you know, that, that, that big pregnant pause that we just had there is, is what else do we say? Um, involving this whole situation, and it's it's absolutely horrible. Like Josh just said, and it's it's devastating in so many different ways. You know, leaving behind is his fiance and his one year old daughter. Something senseless. We don't even we don't know hardly any details from it. So you know, it's 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 horrible. It's frustrating to everybody. And as Redskins fans. You know, I never met Sean Taylor. I probably never would have met Sean Taylor. How do you know? How do you feel about it? it it's it's just such a weird, bizarre feeling. This whole day, uh, finding out that uh, he passed away when uh, I got up for work this morning, and then how do you feel about it during the day? You know, it's you. How do you do? You are you really sad? Or are you pissed off? How do how do you react to someone that you didn't even know, and yet as a Redskins fan, and for us, lifelong Redskins fans, how do you, you know, you're so vested as a fan with the team. You, you care so much about football and about the Washington Redskins. It's 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 not like losing someone in your family, but in some ways it almost is. You know what I mean? I mean, it is a guy that you that you saw every week, you know, that, that you couldn't wait to see this guy get out there and do his thing, you know. He was great at what he did. But aside from that like you said there's such a human aspect to it john i mean you know the family every everybody that he leaves behind you know he was a human being first and foremost then he was then he was a great football player and he just happened to play for the greatest team and and it's for that reason that we have that sense of loss because we see that you know every week there's the redskins there's sean taylor there's there's the hitman putting the hard hits on and you know, I, I I just put on the uh, on the blog today. Um, you know, man, I I just keep thinking, it'd be so great to have Sean Taylor back. You know, after this knee injury, I just can't wait to get him back. We wish we could have had him for Dallas. It would have been nice to have him, you know, against the Bucks. And now it's just, I can't get that thought out of my head. I feel like he's still going to come back. Well, I think a part yeah. of the reason why people feel so upset, like they know him personally, <clears throat> is because. When we watch football from the time we're little kids to the time we're old men, we kind of live vicariously through these guys that can actually do it. And when they're on the field as your favorite team, they're like an extension of yourself, even though you don't know them personally. We, we read the news about everything that Sean Taylor and everyone else in the Redskin has done from day one of his career to now. So it's like, even though we didn't so know him, like, we have a connection. Right. We have a connection. Yeah, Aaron, I think that's a really good point. Um, you know, why would we love watching football for our entire lives if it weren't for uh, <laughs> if it weren't for watching players like Sean Taylor and being like, man, I wish I could do that? Because you know, for almost every single one of us out there who watch football and we w- we watch them do just the spectacular stuff they do every single week, we might say we can do that stuff, but most of us can't. Dude, I, I watched some highlight re- uh, reels of him yesterday. Um, 
just I was going on, you know, trying to find out more news online and saw these came across these highlight reels of Sean Taylor back when he was uh they had him from like when he was in high school. And then there were some from when he was at the U and uh the U. And dude, there was this one move he made on somebody, it was just like, How did he do that? He just like totally stopped in his tracks, turned and launched and like tackled this guy. And it was just like it was incredible. I was just like, man. And I, you know, I just don't know what else to say. We, my wife and I were talking about it, uh, talking about this whole thing, and um, she was like, "Did you know that he is by far the number one uh, as far as votes for the Pro Pro Bowl go? He's got you know more votes than any other safety at this point." Oh yeah, I was thinking about that today, and actually, maybe we should, we could or should put something up on the site to encourage people to vote for Sean Taylor for the Pro Bowl. I think that would be a yeah. I think that'd be really cool, and I have a feeling a whole lot of uh, fan sites out there are going to be following suit, or have already done so. Um, Dude, we should definitely I, have, we should vote him in for the Pro Bowl. He has the most interceptions in the league right now. Totally. He does. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. Our thoughts and prayers, the, uh, of course, are with the family of Sean, especially his uh, fiance and his little baby. His, <laughs> his she was his girlfriend for like seven years. I mean, it's. Yeah, that's not a new relationship there either. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And, of course, you know, to the team as well because, you know, it's 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 like a it's like a fraternity out there, I guess you could say. All the guys that are on the same team playing together and dealing with all those hot two-a-days in the middle of the summer and those cold, horrible days when you're out there and you lose out in the middle of December. You know, they battle through a lot together, and it, it's that's got to be devastating. That's, you know, mm-hmm. it's... <laughs> It's almost like being in the army. You know, you compare a you compare a uh, NFL football game to a bunch of battles in a war, and and I, you know, it's almost like being in a, on a military service. I would imagine. And you, you know, know guys, all this, the stuff they go through. And, and you know, no matter what uh, what colors we bleed, um, you know, every football fan has that as a common a common ground, and that is the love of football. And, yeah. Um, you know there are a lot of uh, a lot of fans out there on on teams that we tend to joke on a regular basis that uh, um, actually spoke up today and said some really nice things and you know uh, support and showing respect for for Sean Taylor and the man and the football player that he was and um, you know you gotta uh, uh, you gotta kind of put those those kind of things aside you know because we're talking about uh, we're talking about the human factor here. That we're all humans. We all love football. Um, you know, whether it's burgundy and gold or whether it's off-color blue and silver, um, it doesn't. And another off-color blue. Yeah, yeah. So, um. Anyway, from what yeah, I understand, that, go ahead, John. Yeah, I think we're about to say the same thing. That all the uh, all the teams are going to be wearing a twenty-one sticker on their helmets um, this weekend. Uh, across the NFL, every single team, there's going to be a moment of silence at all the stadiums. And the uh, the Redskins, of course, are also going to have patches on their jerseys, and I imagine they'll do a little bit more um, since they have a home game, especially this weekend. And you know what I would love to see? Personally, I, I would like to see the uh, 21-yard line marked on the field myself. Mm-hmm. With the that, 21. that would be cool. And you know what else I would love to see? I would love to see it be um, that they submit it as a standard uniform that everybody get to wear the Ronald McDonald socks this week. 
Oh, man, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I would love that. Because you that remember when awesome. Sean Taylor came out with his Ronald McDonald socks? And Clinton Portis. I know, but... I just I feel just, like, just, just tell Roger Goodell to find the whole team. Find the whole team. I yeah, just find them all. Everyone <laughs> wear the Ronald McDonald <laughs> socks. I mean, you know, I, I think of Sean Taylor, and I just think that's something that would really be fitting for him, you know? But, uh... You know. that, I think, Josh, I think that's a really good idea. <laughs> and um, I think John was pointing out, I don't know if it was before we started recording or not, but you were pointing out about the uh, vigils. They had one at Redskins Park and another memorial set up at FedEx Field. Apparently four or 500 fans showed up at Redskins Park for tonight's candlelight vigil, including um, number one Redskins fan in the world, Chief Z, who addressed right, the uh, right. crowd. And I saw on uh, Yahoo this evening he was out there exactly addressing the crowd. He's, you know, a little overcome with grief, and I'm sure the, the fans there are probably very happy to see him because, you know, he is basically the spokesman of the fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he is a spokesman for all of us. So I thought that was, a, that was nice to see that, one, that there was a vigil there that was going on, and they had floodlights and everything out there for the people, you know, the Redskins are taking care of everybody with that. and You know, it was just good. They didn't even charge for parking, from what I understand. <laughs> you know, I did watch the um, the press conference this afternoon with uh, at four o'clock with uh, Coach Gibbs and Dan Snyder, and uh, you know, Dan Snyder was his usual short to the point business self um, uh, for the most part, but uh, a lot of heartfelt words there and. Uh, they uh, apparently, I guess, the entire Redskins organization will be um, flown to the funeral and put up and taken care of and that sort of thing. From right, from what I gather, so um, that makes sense. Because yeah. you know, as much of a you know businessman and whatever you want to call him, many many unkind words for Dan Snyder. He does love the Redskins. He's always been a fan of the Redskins his whole life. So. Even though he's made some really stupid bonehead decisions and he lets business go ahead of, of intelligence many times, um, as the owner of the team he loves, you know, there's no doubt that he's taking care of every, uh, you know, facet of what's going on here, and that he is. Um, I, I saw Bram Weinstein talking about it this evening on on Comcast. He said that, yeah, Dan Snyder was very short and and succinct in his answers, like he usually is, but you could tell that, or he at least he could tell that uh, he was very, very uh, distraught um, and emotional about the whole situation himself. Right. So, you know, as much as we bust on him, you can tell he's he, he's not, he's pretty shaken up about it, and of course, as much as anyone else is, or everyone else is, I should say. And, you know, with that, I think, uh, you know, like you were saying before, Aaron, our hearts and prayers and thoughts and everything good goes out to friends and family of Sean Taylor, but... Um, there's plenty of media that's starting to surround this. It's kind of, you know, for a while it was kind of quiet, and then, uh, you know, everybody's been jumping on it. So, yeah, I don't think that we need to, you know, just keep pounding this one. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> there was a game last weekend. The, uh, if you'll remember back that far, the Redskins lose a, yeah, another seems- heartbreaker to the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah, it seems that Josh mentioned this a bit ago that uh, it seems like that game happened forever ago. Yeah, I know. A whole long time ago and not just two days. Before we started the podcast, I was like, who did we play? It does. It seems like a week or two ago to me. I mean. It just seems kind of trivial now in light of what's happened. But, yeah, 
I do have to say the Redskins defense did step up huge in that game. You're right, they did. Um, do you guys want me to read off some of the stats from this game? Because I was looking over them earlier, and they're just astounding. It's it's unbelievable that the Redskins lost this game. Except for that one Jason, stat. Uh, Jason Campbell had another huge game. Um, Except for the two oh, yeah, interceptions. Yeah, 301 yards, but those two picks at the end killed the team. And, you know, I hope those two picks don't... Uh, you know, don't sit with him. You know what I mean? I hope. Oh, yeah. Because there's two games in a row that he's into the game on a pick, and uh, he needs to he needs to just shake that off and, you know, keep doing what he's doing. He's doing good things. He just needs to, you know, continue growing and, and, and doing what he's doing. Yeah. Run down those stats, John. Well, let's see. First downs, uh, Tampa Bay had nine. Washington had 23. How many did Tampa um, Bay have in the second half? I don't know. I don't have it split by halves. I know the Redskins led. Um, they had 199 more yards passing. Tampa Bay had 93 yards passing. Mm-hmm. 99 yards on the ground, 120 for Washington. Total net yards was Washington was well over 2-1. to What would they have? Uh, the only thing that Tampa Bay won was punting because their punter apparently can kick it 1,000 yards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and And, of course... The obvious stat, the ridiculous stat, was turnovers. Oh yeah, they just could not hold on to the ball and it killed us. The game. Yeah, that was that was that was really the uh, that was obviously the defining factor. Um, the two interceptions, the fumble, two from Portis, and then the one from Santana Moss. Um, mm-hmm. There's <laughs> when you know those numbers, it's unbelievable the Redskins had a shot but when you look at all the other numbers it's unbelievable until you get to that one stat mm-hmm. that the Redskins didn't win this game by 25 points it was just bad luck man it was Poor bad luck, luck. Yeah. and we spent the whole game trying to make up for it and then that fourth down like the one time I wanted Joe Gibbs to kick a field goal the whole season he went for it <laughs> he went for it yeah. and you can ask yeah, John I was we calling all, for it. yeah we were all bantering on the phone back and forth about this one and he oh. just tried to run it up the gut and Josh, you were just like, I said, dude, run it off tackle. They they haven't been able to run it up the gut all year. And Josh said, run it up tack off tackle. And then on the next uh, fourth down, they tried it on. It worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said, run it, it, run it to the left, run it off tackle, and that's what they did. And it was, I mean, there it was. Yep. But anyway, See, they just need to ask me, right? That's it. Tell you the truth, I don't even really feel like giving any kicks or game balls. No, yeah, no me neither. Uh, let, let's just move on. I mean, we got what? We got the Bills at home this week. That's right. It's wow. going to be interesting to see how the Redskins um, come out for that game. They're either I think they're either going to be like really pumped up and just want to get their aggressions out on something, or they're just uh-huh. going to not be there at all. Yeah, and that's a really good point, Aaron. It's 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 going to be one or the other, I think. You know, and I think it, they're going to be you know, in their heads a lot of ways. Uh, yeah, but like you said, if they do get really pumped up, you know, are they do they have it in their heads? We're doing this for Sean. We're playing for Sean, and then they're getting psyched out and and not concentrating on what they need to be concentrating on at the game. I think you know it, it, it's tough because you want to say these guys are professionals. They uh, you know they should be able to go out there and play no matter what. But but again, you know, we're all human, and and things like this that happen. They can really play a part in your everyday life, and the way that you, uh, the way that you are affected uh, by something like this, can 
can totally change something that that you would normally do without thinking about. So I mean, it's you know, we'll we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. We still have a shot at the playoffs because basically everyone in the race for that final wild card game lost last week. The uh, Redskins, the Eagles, the Lions, the Cardinals even lost in overtime to San Francisco. Did I leave anyone else out? I think those were the... I'm glad the Eagles lost because they all just to the Pats, man. Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. I think they basically showed the uh, Patri- that the Patriots really are beatable, um, and they were probably really pissed off that they were twenty-two and a half point underdogs or whatever the final number was. Um, but yeah, they're beatable. It's well, not anyway, a, not a done deal. Um, but yeah, we got Buffalo coming up. I think it's going to be a big, big difference if they have Marshawn Lynch back from his injuries, been out for a couple of weeks. Um, mm-hmm. The second most exciting running back rookie in the National Football League. Um, if he's back, it's it, it's going to be real. It's really going to be on the uh, the front line, especially on folks like Cornelius Griffin to, uh, to shut him down. Oh, by the um, way. If he's not back. I was, just, I was just going to say, I forgot to mention, Andre Carter had another huge game last week. Yeah, yeah you know, Andre Carter's really, if, if we could get another person to bookend that offensive line. Oh, yeah. Um, defensive line, you know, depending, depending. Oh, I'm sorry, defensive line, <laughs> uh, depending on, you know. I always tend to look back at UVA since that's a team I tend to follow. Um, you know, if we end up just really stinking for the rest of the year, we might have a shot at Chris Long. And even though he he generally plays right end, he can play the middle. They move him all around, so he's he's someone that can play all over the offensive line. Really, mm-hmm. he's and a I don't beast. think we're gonna have a shot at him because I think he's gonna go in the top five, but. Man, he'd be a nice addition with Andre Carter on that defensive line. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think we should probably wrap this one up. I'm not really in the mood to talk about football. <clears throat> I don't know about you guys, but next yeah, week. We'll, do, we'll pick it up next week. We'll be on a lighter note. and uh, Yeah. You know, uh, hopefully have some good things to report after a uh, win against Buffalo. And, uh, you know, get back, get back to the norm. Kick back into Tom's trivia and and do all that good stuff. So uh, Yeah. But for now, you know, like we've already said, thoughts and prayers, guys. Tragedy. You know, it's it, it's just such a huge tragedy. It's 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 one of those things you still it's we're recording this Tuesday night and we um still uh just just shocked at what's going on uh, mm-hmm. and the whole situation. So Yes. So yeah, we got Buffalo coming up, we got Chicago coming up on Thursday after that. Um, two games real close together. So, um, hey, in the meantime, if anybody wants to call in and uh, leave a message on the, the Harry Hog hotline at two zero two six five seven Hale, if you got a if you got a story about Sean Taylor or a moment, or if you met him or want to say something something that makes you smile about Sean Taylor, uh, you know, call and leave a message, and uh, we'll string it all together and we'll put up just a supplemental podcast of everybody's messages. Um, so. Uh, yeah, or something of that nature. Something like that. If you feel like doing it, 202-657-HAM. Or you can always send us an email at redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. Right, which is H-A-R-R-Y hogfootball.com. Yep. And until next week, we'll um, hail to the Redskins, um, hail to Sean Taylor. And, yeah, that's right. Um, hopefully we'll get a W there 
this weekend. And, um, yeah. And still, if you see a Cowboys fan, you got to joke. Yeah, because you got to keep the faith. That's right. And um, we'll talk to you guys next week. Hopefully I'll have more of a voice back so you'll be able to hear me. But anyway, uh, all right, y'all. Take it easy. Hail to the Redskins. Hail. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. This podcast has been easily made with the trial version of Ubercaster, the all-in-one podcasting solution for the Macintosh. Check it out at www.ubercaster.com.